Welcome everyone to the Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chowdhury. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 218, we have a special guest, Mahmoud Ghanulur. So in this episode, we'll discuss with Mr. Mahmoud the topic of how to make a career in a tech world. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on the podcast and let's dive in. Hi, Mr. Mahmoud. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you, Arsene? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, it's a great pleasure to have you on the show and super excited to learn a few things from you as well and how we can get career out of it, like in the technology world. Technology is evolving right now. the artificial intelligence and law of scope there. So I'm going to learn more about how we can do that as well. And yeah, before that, I'd love to know more about yourself. Like how did you came to technology world? Thank you very much for this question. Yeah, so... My story with technology is since childhood, actually, because um, my father used to have a workshop for repairing electronics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since I was like five years old, I used sometimes to go with him. And I was always fascinated by technology. At that time, you know, computers were something new. Um, yeah. But I was always seeing, you know, how things also are evolving. And I said, okay, this is the field that I want to be in when I grow up and this is what happened. So after graduating from high school, so I enrolled in a computer engineering program. I studied uh, my bachelor degrees there. And then later on, you know, I did also a master degree later in, in information technology. And yeah, my whole career was in, in, in technology and in this field. And I enjoyed because I'm kind of type of I don't like static things much and technology is not static. So technology is always evolving. And maybe yeah. this is why I would say I, I shifted or I choose this career. Yeah, interesting. So and how long have you been doing that for? So it's been a long time. So my first interaction with a computer was back in I'd say 1997, 1998 at that time. Yeah. Um, so things were like going fast even that time. And I started at a small company that used to take care of other people's computers, printers, networks. So I did that like by myself with like some guys, you know, it was like kind of my first uh, um, like real technology career, I would say. And then later on, I worked for uh, as a technology specialist and consultant in a couple of places. Yeah, and been in that space for more than 20 years now. Wow. So two decades of de- de- uh, experience you have right now and you're continuously working in the space. So what are the career paths for like a newcomer who wants to be like a thinking of getting a job or starting a business? What's their scope for like a, do something in a technology world right now? So the first thing I advise everyone who want to be in this field is first you they need to understand why they need to be in this field. So uh, I'm a big believer in in having a goal. So just saying, oh, technology is cool. It's something I can be in. Let me try this path. I don't advise people really. So they need to have a purpose in their mind, what they want to do um, going into the technology field. Are they going to um become a 
developer who create like really cool applications or maybe cool web apps, or they might be working in a an IT department where they will be helping organizations, you know, in turning, um, you know, this technology knowledge in something that business can benefit from. So it all depends, you know, what they want to achieve actually. And it's good to start to think about it in their early career lives, because this will help them later on if they want to do something more special uh, in, in the technology. Because, you know, as you started this episode, technology is a very vague um, and very, like, scattered, I would say, field, because yeah. within technology, there are a lot of things to go and choose from. So, as I said, what my advice uh, would be, know your purpose. This is what I would say. Yeah, so you need to find out like what your passion is and what your interest in, and then you focus on that. So when do you choose our passion? Like, what's the next step we can take on? Like, uh, let's say, like, uh, I know how to build a website for companies, and I'm really good. I I tried a few times, and now I want to work as a freelancer or like start my company, or like you probably want to get a job in a high-end company. So what next step should I be taking on in order to make a career? That's a very good question. So after defining the area of speciality, I would say, the next step would be is to master that one. Of course, that doesn't come very easy. And I always encourage, um, I would say, newcomers to, to technology field to remember one thing, that because the nature of technology and it's fast changing, so they need to also learn how to be agile and always keep learning the new technologies that comes out. So let's say if they are starting from, I mean, in a uh, web developing or mobile app developing uh, specialty, that's that's very good. But they need always to also understand what are the new things that are coming up. Like, for example, maybe there is a new tool that can make the whole app development much easier. Or maybe there is this new tool that can help businesses in reaching out more customers, right? So they need they need to keep an eye on this. And the other thing which I advise, and this is something I learned the hard way, majority of the people who go work in technology, they miss out that it's not only about technology. They need also to understand how businesses work as well. So they need to understand some basics like what this organization is trying to achieve, you know, who they target, who are their customers, because technology, you're coming from kind of an engineering background and engineers are very good usually in structuring things and then solve problems. And this is a huge, I would say, benefit for someone to understand business at the same time so they can, you know, like they can go and solve out problems for for other organizations. And the other thing I want to add also as well, and this is again a mistake I did early in my career, but I fixed it later on. Um, technologists usually, they say, you know what, we are people in technology, like we don't like to talk about sales, marketing and this stuff. And I say, now, no, you have to go. I'm not saying you go and become a master or a guru in that, but go understand if you come out with a very cool solution, how you can convince someone to buy it from you. Or if you're going to get a customer to hire you to design their website. So how are you going to convince 
um, this person to trust you to use your services so this is very very important as well yeah that's interesting and also like do you see like uh, the technology space is not oversaturated like do you think like a uh, uh technology itself like artificial intelligence they can do their job like uh, other than hiring people in do you see like is a bigger picture like a lot of people going to be working in the space or like computer robots and everything going to take over again this is a very good question now let's start first by talking about ai and replacing people's job in general now of course what ai does ai artificial intelligence as the name says it's artificial, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's something that we we give instruction to the machine and then the machine goes and does exactly what we have instructed it. Mm. So what I tell people, if your job today is something that is repetitive, that can be automated somehow, yeah, definitely computers will replace you. There's no doubt in this. But the, the beauty of, of technology is that it requires also some analytical skills. It requires some decision-making skills. It requires some, you know, seeing the whole picture. And this is where AI, even with all these advancements, is not able to come up with. Now, I can tell you something. Like, even if now with all this advancement, um, an AI cannot go and create a cool product like an iPhone, for example. It cannot go and create an operating system like Windows, let's say. Because yes. this is requires some human intervention, and because also the AI, remember, it's 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 not something that does the work by itself. It has to get instructions, and then based on the instruction, it will give you an output. So what I tell people who, who want to specialize in technology these days, yes, you need to understand how AI works. You need also to understand how data works. You need to understand how you can benefit from this technology to create values for your customers. But yeah, like there are some some jobs even in IT, I would tell you, most probably they will become obsolete in, in the coming years. Mm. Uh, for example, like basic basic support functions, I would say, yeah, this can be replaced. You know, the guy when you call and he will tell you, okay, try to close the window and open it again or try to restart your computer. Yeah, probably this guy, he would be replaced by, by a bot or something similar. Yeah. But the guy who need to troubleshoot a code or he need to come up with a new feature or new function, these guys will always be there. But machines will help them actually to fulfill their jobs. Yeah, it totally makes sense that. And yeah, I had a chat with uh, another lady yesterday on my show. Uh, we talked about like how AI is changing and could be affect on the writers because like the chat GPT, there is a lot of writing solution there, but she also mentioned like a same way, like a lot of jobs gonna go, like a, probably your blog post is not gonna be written by a people, probably AI is gonna do that. But when it comes to like a creative, when it comes from like idea, like there'll be like a big writer is gonna do that. And obviously the writer is gonna get a high paying job rather than like a $20 project or $30 project. That's gonna be take over by AI. But a big project like $5,000, $10,000 project is going to be doing by a human because people like the humanly touch on the writing space. So, yeah, like I totally agree with you, like what you're coming across with, like whoever going to be maintaining them AI, like uh, working on them AI tools and et cetera, someone needs to be there to supervising them. And obviously this is going to be a human. So my next question will be uh, when someone like a define what they want to do, and got some experience do they look for a job or they do freelance or they just start their business what would be your recommendation 
Well, <laughs> I would say this depends very much on the character of the person we're talking mm -hmm. about, right? So if they are someone who likes to take risks and they can do whatever it takes, definitely I would say, yeah, do your own thing. Um, because if they don't worry about, you know, security of the job, they don't care about, okay, maybe this month I will have zero revenue, but the next month, you know, like maybe I will have one, two projects. Uh, if they if they are okay with that approach, you know, and they have this, I would say, you know, confidence and they, they are calm and, you know, of course I would tell them, go do yourself, you know, do, do, it, do it by yourself. But, you know, there are some people who likes to be in the comfort zone and I, I'm not saying that they are bad people. No, don't misunderstand me. This is nature of human beings. So yeah. some people, they like, they say, you know what, um, I'm going to go to an office, you know, I'm going to do whatever is asked from me. And then by 5 or 6 p.m., I will go home, I will go watch the TV, I will be fine. And then by the end of the month, I will get my salary. That's good also as well. It depends on the character. But I can tell you something on the long run, what I think, and I started to see this hype. And yesterday, again, I discussed this on my show with someone. We are seeing like a, a movement. It started it in the US, but I can see it now spread across the world which is called the solopreneur um, revolution. I call it revolution because right. people, they start to say, hey, hold on one second. If I have this capability, uh, why I should not do it for myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I believe we will be seeing more and more adoption and maybe you're aware also this movement, which is called the digital nomads lifestyle, you know, where people, they just, have a backpack and they travel the world, they go live in, in affordable places and they do their freelance jobs. I'm seeing this is like a real movement now, but of course that doesn't mean that the corporate world will, will, will vanish all of a sudden. So still we will see both of them because reality is when you need to work on something big, you need big teams and you need to be organized in a proper company structure as well. And from the 20 plus years I have in, in my career, I've seen it like sometimes, you know, this guy, he really fits in a corporate job because, you know, he's structured, he, he work in a certain, I would say, hierarchy, and this is really good for him. Um, while you see, you know, some people, they'll say, you know what, no, I'm going to do my own thing. Um, I, I've seen now on Twitter, like a lot of people who are earning really, really good amount of money with just one or two products that they have created yeah. and they are doing just well. So again, it all depends on, on the person and how much risk he's willing or she's willing to take. Yeah, it just totally makes sense. Like right now I've seen a lot of people with just one laptop and they making millions out of it and they don't have any employees and in the tech space, they created their course or one person I've seen on a TikToker, I guess. He making ten million dollars a year from India, and he owns like uh, five, six different companies, and all of them like a uh, software companies. And he doesn't have an employee, and he just let people downloads and everything, and he charge multi subscription from it. So he making a money from like ARR, and that's a great way to do that. Like uh, without any employees, ten million a year. Like uh, who doesn't want that? And also he can sell the company if he wants to. So it's a great way to look at right now, like how everything is working. You can hire like a virtual assistant from Philippines, India, and things like that. 
and also you have like a small team and you to have to have an office you work from home like my company is like that as well so we're working from home and just a laptop computer that's all that's the asset yeah. we have and we're running the business uh it's nearly seven figure business so is is making it easier and also like a you know like a calls video calls like that like i can meet you you're from different parts of the world i'm different parts of the world and we just connected the interaction and also like a uh, big companies like uh, doing the same thing like uh, i've seen so many jobs going on on linkedin like uh, for tech specialist like uh, from it app development consultant uh, marketing manager and they're giving you six-figure salary and you can be uk you can be middle east you can be in india it doesn't matter and they yeah. have that structuring going on so yeah again i like the fact you mentioned this individual character if you want to be like an employee that's up to you if you want to be your boss there's a risk involved in it and you have to see like what works for you so next uh question will be like we're coming to end of this podcast what would be like a one advice if someone wants to start their own business what would be like one advice you can give them that's a good one um the number one thing is they need to understand the market they are in. They need to come up with an offering that can resonate with the market needs. Mm-hmm. Um, because I worked for startups myself and, you know, I did it back in the days. So you need to find, you know, this one thing that will differentiate you from the others who are in the marketplace. Reality is, if you think, oh, you know what? There are a lot of people doing this. Uh, maybe I, it's not it's not worth that I go into this business. And that's not always true because you need to think, okay, let's understand what the others are offering in the marketplace today. And then let's ask ourselves this question. Can we offer it in a faster way? Can we offer it in a more economical way, I mean, cheaper, or can we deliver it in a um, like more, uh, I would say, risky way? And can it add value to, to the customer, whether it's increased their revenues, it might, um, you know, increase the productivity of their team. So they need to work a little bit on these aspects, understand the market. And if they find, yeah, if I come up with this offering, yeah, that means there is a room for improvement in this in this marketplace. But of course, if they figured out that no, like maybe this is everything that can be done is done already, that's fine. They need to jump on, on the other thing. And the other um, advice I would give is don't stop and get stick too much to one idea. You need to think about multiple ideas and you need to test it out, you know, in, in the market. So you need you need to get feedback. And getting feedback is very good to actually pivot later on when you start your business. So maybe someone will start saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to develop web applications. And then after a while, yeah, he gets some customers, but he see another opportunity. Maybe he say, you know what? They are also doing apps, mm-hmm. mobile apps. And okay, so that means it's a good area that I touch on also in my business. I'm just giving an example. And this again goes on, right? But yeah, so the number one, understand the market. Number two, be sure that you can deliver what you promise your customers. Because nowadays, customer centricity is the number one advice I give everyone. Because one time, you don't give what you promised, and it might be the end for you. Because this customer is going to go and 
first maybe write a bad review about your services or your company and then they might even go tell other people hey you know what i used mehmet's services he didn't deliver what he promised so don't deal with him so customer centricity is a key and the last thing i advise always keep learning new technologies because things are changing really really fast yeah thank you so much for your advice that's great so yeah ma'am that we come to end of this podcast it's been a great pleasure having you on the show so those who's listening if anyone wants to learn more about you or your business where's the best place to find you yeah sure i am the host of the cto show uh, with mehmet so my show i will uh, if you can share that i will send you the links of course so that you can find me there i'm a business and technology consultant i'm based in dubai um so you can connect with me also on linkedin i would be more than happy to have a chat with uh, anyone who's interested uh, to guide them and uh, i do as i said the podcast plus the youtube channel whenever i have um my a guest i mean over zoom or face to face so you can find me there uh, and also the last thing i want to mention and this is just maybe for your listeners learning doesn't have any age and this is why now i'm enrolled in a boot camp that teach me something called no code so also if you want to or interested to learn more about this journey please feel free to to reach out to me uh, by linkedin twitter or you know whatever other means uh, possible yeah thank you so much for sharing that so yeah thanks for coming today and sharing a valuable knowledge today with our audience and i wish you best of luck with your business and career thanks for coming today thank you thank you very much you're most welcome so up guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i hope you got some value from it and enjoyed our conversation so you know how to find mehmet go visit his website or like a social media platform until then I'll talk to you next episode take care